Welcome to another episode of the MaxCast. I'm Max Marcus, and today we have a great comedian, uh, Andy Feds. Uh, how's it going, Andy? Man, I'm pretty good. How are you, sir? I'm good. And uh, for people who don't know, and most probably don't, we actually uh, we went to college together. We, Max uh, was my right-hand man. Like, we... Well, I don't know if you want me to jump into that story or not. <laughs> let's uh, let's do it. I mean, we uh, we started a uh, stand up comedy club at the mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, wanted to call it therapy hour. Uh, the school <laughs> told us they have a therapy hour session, and that would not work at all. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we kept. I don't know if it's still happening. I'm not in contact with anyone, but it was definitely still uh up and running at least the year after i left so like a five-year span is not bad if it was just that yeah i think on facebook their last post was like 2019 so yeah i don't know if they're still going after that but hopefully yeah i'd love to go back and just watch yeah for sure um but you've uh you've done a lot since you're a now uh married man out in uh out in uh vegas yeah, yeah. Um, Didn't get married in Vegas, but you know, had to just move to Vegas because Chicago wasn't what was up for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you could have, you could have gone full Vegas marriage, but I mean, you know, Chicago marriage, Southside Chicago marriage is probably better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, especially with family because they yeah. weren't playing at going to Vegas to watch me get married. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, and I guess it's probably a little more special from like a church you have a connection with, and not uh, yeah. a guy dressed as Elvis, maybe. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I've seen—I used to be a wedding videographer out here, and I've seen plenty of it. I've seen oh, midgets I'm dressed sure as that's Elvis. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, kind of just tell me what you've uh, what you've done. I know you've worked uh, in TV down there. Just kind of let the people know what sure. you've been up to the last few years. Um, so I've, uh, to introduce myself a little bit, uh, I've been doing stand-up comedy for, uh, nine years, going on nine years, um, this year, or if it's not nine years, it is now. Um, and then, uh, you know, got me, uh, me and Max started a, a comedy club. Uh, even before that, I started a comedy club at my college before Columbia where me and Matt Max, me and Max met, <laughs> um, and so uh, it was me and my buddy Larry. We we were watching Kevin Hart's uh, "Laugh in My Pain." And we was like, "You can do that." And so that's how my you know my uh, start of comedy came. And then uh, yeah, came into Vegas, uh, ready to kind of set the world on fire. Then I just kind of heard a little voice in my ear telling me that it's time to talk about something. <laughs> and with that, uh, I guess I can introduce that uh, I'm the first ever openly HIV positive born stand up comedian. Um, and, you know, for the longest time, I didn't tell people about my HIV status. And then that time in 2017, when I heard the little voice, it was just saying it's time to talk about HIV because a lot of people are still unaware what's going on and let's use your platform to make it happen. Yeah, no, and you've gotten to do a lot, a lot with it. I mean, it's been really cool just to see from uh, the other side of the country, like, uh, get you on tour, like speaking engagements, interviewing with people. Uh, what was it? You were, you talked, did you, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you talked to Mariah Carey about this also, right? Nope, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, well, you know. respect on Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is some disrespect on Alicia Keys. She's yeah, right. uh, <laughs> more talent. But so how'd that how'd that go about? How'd you get in contact with her? 
Um, completely random, actually. Uh, it's funny though because before I actually spoke with her, I actually became uh, a partner with her uh, HIV organization, Keep It Out Alive. And uh, when I actually spoke with her, it was a, a day before she was she found a letter that she wrote to her dad about, you know, saying, oh, I don't need you. And, you know, you just keep coming in and out of my life and I can't take it anymore. And so she yeah. was like, I'm going to go live with my followers. Mm. And so, um, you know, I, I asked her, hey, you would love my story. Uh, maybe you and I can go live. And sure enough, my Instagram said Alicia Keys wants to go live with you. Wow. Shit, I almost dropped my phone. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Uh, do you have that? Is that video saved somewhere? Have you do you have access? Yeah, to it, it is. Um, because it was talking about you know personal relationships with you know me and my dad. I didn't really post it because you know family yeah. issues and family talk. And sure. <laughs> so it's still yeah. it's still just at least for yourself a cool thing. Yeah, That's yeah, a cool but thing I to have. I, I definitely did post the uh the like a little thirty second talk just so folks can like know it wasn't photoshopped it wasn't edited or anything like yeah that. yeah for sure and um i think i know you've done this like a few times but uh i don't know if there's a new word on it but do you audition for america's got talent again seventh time on my birthday nice. <laughs> i'm like i'm getting i wouldn't say i'm sick of it i'm just i feel like i'm getting a little old because i've been doing it since i was 17 and i just turned 28 yeah so I'm just like, come on, let's let's get something going. Like, I feel, uh, and it's not just for me to get on a show, but for me to get on a show and talk about, you know, HIV and bring awareness to it. Well, I think that probably helps uh, your chances of getting on because I think yeah. they like uh, all those shows like to have a story and a message and mm -hmm. um, someone who like is fighting and overcoming something. Yeah. It's uh, good television. When do you find out about that? uh march nice oh wow yeah so, so i gotta it's it's a while oh, yeah. <laughs> to go so then it has nothing to do with or was that part of the audition was the audition on zoom i guess yeah yeah okay it was their first uh virtual audition okay so that's why you were uh i saw the pictures of you with uh howie oh no actually that was totally different <laughs> okay so how'd that come yeah. about uh again just like Alicia Keys he was just on live and I, lately with this pandemic I uh I, I kind of transitioned myself because you know born HIV positive I don't want nothing to do with this coronavirus because I tell people all the time yeah. one more virus than me y'all calling me LimeWire <laughs> so I uh you know I, I I've been jumping on a lot of people's live and doing a lot of comedy shows virtually so when I saw Howie Mandel on live I was like why not try to get in touch with Howie and talk to him yeah didn't do any material because I was like, I've auditioned already. I want to save my, you know, actual audition for when I'm in front of him. Yeah, that makes sense. How was, so what do you guys talk about then? Just. <laughs> it was funny. My, uh, so I'm always on social media at Andy Face Comedy. Yeah. And um, so I, I, I'm always just checking my phone or whatever. So my, uh, when he was on, my eyes decided to dry out completely. So <laughs> I was like rubbing my eyes and. You know, my eyes are watering up and stuff. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. He was like, and he, you know, I told him about the whole HIV thing. He's like, well, I'm glad you got your HIV under control, but you should really go see a doctor about that eye. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Alex. <laughs> That's funny. Uh -huh. Um, Yeah, no, it's really cool, everything you've done. I think maybe the coolest one, at least, like, for me personally, 
is uh, you just told me before we started recording, you're going to also be talking to uh, the Clippers. Yep. Uh, Max, I've been grinding, like, and not, oh, yeah, like I, I said, tell. it's not just for me. Like, you know, the, the story behind it is uh, my, what I call my keeping the positives movement is that, you know, my mom passed away from uh, age 98 and she was only 26 years old. So, um, she, the story that I was told uh, by like my family and friend or her friends was that she was afraid of uh, having HIV and didn't really talk about it. So my thing is I'm trying to do as much as I can to make sure that this is talked about to make sure that people know it's okay to talk about. Yeah, no, it's definitely a great, it's definitely a great thing you're doing. Um, I mean, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but uh, I never mm-hmm. actually met him, but I had an uncle who uh, passed away of AIDS like oh, wow. right before I was born. Uh, oh. And his name is actually stitched onto the AIDS quilt. So he's huh. like, yeah. So okay. I definitely can um, relate to um, just all of that. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's go. We can go to some lighter topics. Though, <laughs> uh, <for sure. laughs> um, the, the, the other two big things happened today. Um, Donald Trump got impeached for a second time. Uh, and mm-hmm. maybe even bigger than that, James Harden just got traded <laughs> to the Brooklyn Nets in an insane four-team trade. Uh, I don't know if you know all the details or if the people listening, but basically a rundown is, I think there's five draft picks heading to Houston, mm-hmm. um, four from the Nets, one from Cleveland. Cleveland got uh, uh, Prince and... Uh, Torian Prince. Torian Prince and Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chris Levert, we thought was going down to uh, Houston, but now Levert's going to Indiana, and Victor Oladipo is going to Houston. To Houston. Um, so, out of those teams, who do you think who who do you think came out the best? Who do you think got Houston. the yeah Houston? Think, yeah, all, <laughs> all the way. They got three first round draft picks. I think five. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, you're right. And then uh, uh, Victor Oladipo. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, that Harden was just kind of just in their way. Yeah, dude, I love I love John Wall and uh, Victor Oladipo together. That's, That's a fun sick. fun backcourt. And then yeah. they have Christian Wood, who's looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Marcus Boogie. Cousins. Yeah. Um, and they really more than any player, they needed picks because they depleted their entire pick stash mm-hmm. for James Harden because James Harden wanted it. He was just like, get me get me this person, get me this person, get me this person. And yeah. they had no picks. They, um, I think they traded away a pick just to get, um, uh, I think they had to give up Chris Paul and a pick to get Westbrook for a year. So it was, it was a mess by the end there. Yeah. So Houston's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. I think Houston's I know they, they were tired of struggling. I think, uh, so if I were to pick the the team that comes out the second best out of this, I actually think it's Cleveland. I really like Jared Allen, uh, Darius Garland, and uh, Colin Sexton together. Uh, yeah. Um, they can now, do the pick and roll. <laughs> yeah, they can do the pick and roll. They can flip um, uh, Andre Drummond for anything. I don't know what they would get, mm-hmm. but they don't need to hold on to him anymore. And probably, I think it's the last year of his contract, so they should flip him for. Um, probably a small forward or something i yeah. think see you know i'm from chicago so yeah. like me and cleveland don't get along oh yeah no. 
No, not at all. Um, we can get to we can get to your bulls in a second. I want to uh, go through a little more of those things. I think um, <laughs> I don't know. Indiana didn't change that much. I think it's weird. I was talking to my friend about this. We kind of feel that the team that like had got the shortest end of the stick here might actually be Brooklyn. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, because Harden doesn't play defense and he always needs the ball in his hands. And then you already got two more ball dominant superstars on the team. Yeah. That's going to clash. And Kyrie's not playing a lot of their defense is not that good right now. And they just brought in James Harden on top of that. I mean, KD's great, but he's hurt. I mean, he's not Mm -hmm. hurt, but he's coming back from injury. Mm -hmm. Um, and Kyrie Irving's just a crazy person. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's, um, I, other people have talked about this, but I think it's true. I think he's really slowly becoming the Kanye West of uh, the NBA. I can see that. <laughs> I can totally see that. <laughs> um, I don't know. They both have I, – I like both their shoes. Both of them have great shoes, but they're just like crazy people. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a max statement to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, um, oh, man. Um. But yeah, how are you feeling about? Uh, I don't even know what their record is. The uh, your Bulls right now, but um, they, we, uh, as far as record goes, it's not that great, but yeah. it's better than what it used to be. Um, but Billy Donovan has totally flipped his team, and then our new uh, rookie Patrick Williams yeah. is they're, they're uh, uh, comparing him to Kawhi Leonard already. Yeah, yeah, and it's only you know a few weeks in. Yeah, we we gonna be fine. Uh, we just missing a few, you know, pieces. All of our players are starting to get a lot better. Zach Levine's been putting up monster numbers, even if it hasn't mm-hmm. always, even if it's not always leading to wins. I mean, yeah, and Kobe White stepped up. Kobe White's starting to fill out that uh that point guard position very well. I like Kobe White. I like Kobe mm-hmm. White a lot. Um, who else you got there? Um. What about oh, Laurie Marklin? How's he doing? Do you think? Uh, he was injured. I know he. They said he just uh, practiced oh, fully. He's like COVID, right? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I know he's back um, for the next game. But he's been doing pretty well too. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. If we got, if we have one more piece, one solid piece, I think we might be almost maybe. I wouldn't say a championship team, but we're we're there. We're getting there. Breaking back into the playoffs. Yeah. I would yeah. say at least semifinals. I, um, I, uh, I've been playing, uh, with my roommate and like some of his college friends, uh, fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, basketball. And I've, I have a pretty good team. I want to run down just kind of who I have. I'm not doing well right now because like so many teams are like all the postponement postponements have hurt me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, let me just run down who I have. I have, uh, Marcus Smart. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, okay. Uh, Steph Curry, uh, Shea Gillis Alexander, okay. Kristaps Porzingis. Mm-hmm. So he's hurt right now, but once he gets, once he's healthy, I think he's really going to bring my team to the next level. I got a uh, Chris Middleton, uh, John Collins, uh, Joseph Nurkic. Uh, uh, this was this was the sleeper one. This is who I got with my last pick, and he's actually one of my better players, uh, Jeremy Grant. Okay. He's been really good. I haven't I have kept a, up with him. What? I haven't kept up with him. Yeah. Um, he got traded to the um, – because he was with uh, Denver, 
Mm-hmm. And then he signed like what people thought was like a pretty big contract for him out in Detroit. And they were like, well, Detroit's mm-hmm. just only big men. Like, what is this? But yeah. he's really, he's really come into his own in Detroit. It's been pretty cool to see. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. of the Bulls. Okay. Uh, Duncan Robinson and uh, Jason Tatum. Solid. Yeah. I, uh, two and one, I'm probably going to be two and two because the guy going up against me has a lot of good players and mm-hmm. they're not, I mean, once, once I'm not with like without Tatum, it's just like, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good for me, yeah. but, um, yeah, no, it's fun. It's wild. Fantasy basketball is so much different than fantasy football though. Cause fantasy football mm-hmm. is like once a week, you're sending your lineup here. It's like, you need to make sure it's correct every day. Cause there's right. so many a day. It's, um, it's, uh, yeah. Now with it, cause I've never done it. So you might have to inform me. How do you go about determining your wins and losses? Um, so it's like points. So okay. like three pointers are worth a certain amount. Blocks are worth a certain amount. Gotcha. And um, so they calculate like across uh, each player's stat line. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I did have, I dropped him because I had like too many people. Um, mm. And maybe I could have used him somewhere in there, but uh, I had, um, uh, what's his name? Who was on the thunder and then got moved down to uh, the Pelicans. Uh who was oh, their center? Uh, uh, Stephen Adams. Adams. Yeah. yeah, Stephen Adams actually had a triple double this year. Okay. It was like a a ten point ten rebound, uh, or like eleven rebound, ten assist game. Now you know that's my second team, right? Yeah, Pelicans. <laughs> Pelicans. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're fun too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't really know if I have a I, my second team changes. It's just kind of like um, I don't have like a definitive second team. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at the beginning of every season, there's some teams that I get excited about. Right. Um, like this year, it was definitely Atlanta and Phoenix. I was really, I was really excited about. Atlanta's going to be a fun team too, and might yeah. make it far. Surprise yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, I really liked the rookie they picked up, but I don't know what happened to him. They might have like dropped him down to the G League or something. But he mm-hmm. was like, um, he was like a power forward center from. Um, somewhere in Africa I forget where but he was just like he could he could shoot threes and he was like seven feet tall and I was just like he's he's really cool um I forget his (laughs) name but he's uh I thought right now I really wanted the Celtics to trade up and try to get him right but um the Celtics have actually had a good um uh, they got really like they had such a good pickup. This, I don't know if you've paid attention at all to their new um, rookie point guard, but mm-hmm. um, Peyton Pritchard is uh, is pretty. Oh, I who that is. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, look him up. He's like, he's he's gone. Like, he's had like a twenty three point game, and mm-hmm. he was like drafted in like the late twenties, um, of the first round. So he's like, he was a he's a he was like a sleeper pick. He was like. He's really good. And with Kemba being like hurt during this time, mm-hmm. um, he's been, uh, he's been really big. He's been really helpful. Um, and Celtics also picked up Jeff Teague, which was wow. like kind of a cool pickup gang. Jeff Teague. Yeah. Also um, yeah. 
And then, um, but the Suns, the Suns, I, I'm not even bullshitting. I think the Suns could go to the Western Conference Finals right now. Mm, that's a that's a strong prediction. There. Yeah, they're hovering at like the the two seed, one two seed. They might be a little lower now, but they've they've mm-hmm. they're they're in the they're in the mix of that t- being at the top of the West at least by um, standings. I think. Um, I don't know. You look at what uh, Chris Paul did with the Thunder last year, even getting them mm-hmm. into the playoffs. And yeah. now this is just a much better team. I think. Um, uh, I think Chris Paul and Devin Booker, as good as they are, are still like an underrated backcourt. I think yeah. they're. Uh, oh yeah, I think, definitely. I think they're so good. I think Aiton is really good. Um, they got um, what's his name, J- uh, Jay Crowder. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dude, Jay Crowder just like everywhere he goes, he makes them better. He's just oh yeah, like, oh yeah, he just brings that impact because he was with the Heat one time, right? He was with the Heat last year when they yeah, um, last made, year. when they made their finals push, right? Um, it'd be crazy if that's the, it'd be crazy if uh, the Suns actually made it to the finals uh, and the Heat <laughs> didn't. It's like, oh, it's Jay Crowder's the difference maker. He's one right. of the people, right? Um, I think he really is kind of like um, like an Andre Iguodala type where he can you he can like just come off the bench, but really like lock down anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I like Jay Crowder a lot. I liked him when he was on the Celtics. Um, yeah. I liked him on the heat. Uh, wherever he goes, he's just, uh, he's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Um, what are your, uh, have you gotten to like watch really any games? I've only been able to watch a few uh, Bulls games, uh, no cable. So yeah. uh, I follow, you know, Shy Bulls for life on uh, Facebook. Yeah. So I'll give you uh, after after we do this, I'll send you um, a link. You can just like stream a bunch of games. It's uh, it works well. That's I don't have cable either. I just watch on um, on these streaming sites. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you think it's going to be uh, Lakers? Lakers again in the finals? As I said, my Chicago fandom just hates everything LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I was happy Anthony Davis won his championship last year, but yeah, LeBron. <laughs> so yeah. I hate to say yes. Yeah, I'd say it's going to be Lakers and probably the Celtics. I think it could be the Celtics. Yeah, I think that would be. Uh, we need it. That's. I think the NBA also needs that in such a weird year. Mm. Uh, I think a Celtics Lakers uh, championship, and also now the Celtics really have something to prove because mm-hmm. for the first time they have the same amount of rings yeah. as a franchise. I think they're both now at seventeen. So if it's mm-hmm. Lakers versus Celtics battling it out, each of them trying to get their eighteenth ring, that's like kind of uh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and a little conspiracy theorist in me just kind of says that the NBA is a little bit rigged and they, they kind of predict the outcomes at times. So Yeah, that they, there's I, certain things that they want. Yeah, yeah, so I think that might happen. <laughs> yeah, but if they were that uh, – I do get that at times. I would have thought that they would try to – they would want it to be the Celtics-Lakers last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anything was – that's where I thought it. I thought, like, if it was being rigged, it would have been last year because it would have been, like, um, 2020 – it's like mm-hmm. 10 years since the last time mm-hmm. uh, they met in the finals. Uh, and it was also like the year that uh, like the Kobe like passed in the, in the plane crash on the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, and it just felt like 
they they definitely the storyline definitely was for LeBron to bring a championship to LA. It felt like mm-hmm. the storyline fully would have been um uh LeBron beating the Celtics to bring a championship to LA. Although I obviously would have really wanted it to it would have been even funnier if it was um Celtics win. Yeah, <laughs> Just like right. all this all the storyline, all this like this is Yeah, when be. when Kobe died, the conspiracy theorist in me was like the Lakers back to win. <laughs> Just oh. because I feel like yeah. NBA wants that to happen. Yeah, no. As soon as, as uh, 100% with me too. When he mm-hmm. uh, when that happened, there was a shock. I, it still feels like shock. It's like it's like okay. the, it's like the one celebrity death where I'm like, he's not. It's not. How can that be real? It's really. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Um, yeah. Uh, now, where were you when it happened? Uh, I do know Look, where Kobe's I was. Death, <laughs> I do know. It's like now the nine eleven. <laughs> yeah. I was, with, um, I was with two friends. I was. Uh, we were about to record a Harry Potter podcast, and mm-hmm. then my friend uh, who did the first episode of this really great comic, Nico White. Uh, mm-hmm. You should check him out sometime. He just put out okay. uh, a new special on YouTube that he basically okay. it was just an hour of stand up that he did with no audience, just in a recording studio, like he was wow. like recording an album, and it's just shot very tight, and it's uh, it's really good. So. Shout out to Nico, but I was with him. He came in my apartment and he was just like, Kobe died. And I was like, there's no way that's true. I was like, no, I don't think so. And then I looked it up and it was uh, right at the time where it was like TMZ was reporting it, but then it was like no one else was. And then TMZ yeah. took it down and it was and just like, they say Rick TMZ Fox died. And yeah. And it was like, yeah. TMZ messed this up. This is like the craziest thing to, mm-hmm. to watch. And then. I mean, it was it was also crazy because then there's like conflicting reports, like all his kids are there, and it was mm-hmm. just like fuck. Um, yeah, I mean, it was very sad just that it was him and um, Gigi. Listen, I work for the the news station, and when I tell you it was just depressing, like you know, we got what's called the ten pack, which is the you know the long monitor, just ten screens or whatever, and then they just put Kobe Bryant nineteen seventy whatever it was to twenty twenty. And it was just like, geez. And then, you know, even like before our newscast, it was just all over, you know, in the newsroom, we got a bunch of TV monitors just all over. You couldn't ex- escape it that day or that week for that matter. And the week no. after. No, you couldn't. Um, no, it was, uh, it was definitely the most shocking celebrity death. I mm. mean, I mean, a lot of people died in 2020, obviously. Not. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a year of death, but, like, the celebrities, it's, like, uh, I know the other big one that had, like, probably more ramifications for the country is, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, it's, you know, that's, like, it sucked, and it was, like, oh, we're about to get someone really terrible on the Supreme Court. But mm-hmm. it's, like, she was also, like, an 86-year-old woman with cancer, so yeah. it wasn't like shocking. It was just like <laughs> fuck. She, you knew it was gonna happen. You're like, can she just hang on a couple more months? Yeah. Uh, with Kobe, it was just so like so shocking. It was really, um, yeah. It threw everybody. Yeah, that was that was the um, weirdly the uh, uh, the celebrity death that I think has like hit me the hardest, just because it was just like so weird and so. It was it was so bad that uh, I was at church when when yeah. I found out. And one of the, the the drummers actually showed me on his phone, and I think that's when it kind of spread. <laughs> so like the pastor is up at the podium preaching, 
but it was kind of like hard for everybody to focus. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, folks can't focus on, you know, what the pastor's talking about, but on the celebrity. Yeah, did the pastor bring it up? Did he, did he like change? He the didn't. Game? I don't think <laughs> I don't think he knew until after he was done. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Been. And he's a huge Lakers fan too, which is the oh, man. part. So <laughs> I'm I'm glad he didn't know until afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that would have that would have that would have really brought down the uh, mm-hmm. his sermon. Um, yeah. What I think is also wild, though, is, I mean, it's just so tragic also that, like, his daughter was, like, 14 or whatever, mm-hmm. but she was gonna be the face of the WNBA. She was going yeah. to bring the WNBA to new heights. Like, it was mm-hmm. actually going to. I really yeah. think that um, if she had gone to the WNBA, the everyone's contracts would have gone up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, like I never thought of that, but you're right. Yeah, she would have she would have brought like so much more attention. I think like every whatever, especially dude, if she had gone to if she was an LA Spark and she was mm-hmm. like uh Oh yeah. That was uh you would just start just seeing, Kobe's second, you know, coming, but this time in the WNBA. Now you have to yeah. take over the WNBA. Yeah. No, it would have been crazy. And he was just um so I think well, that's that's a great loss, uh just mm-hmm. for the world and for specifically the WNBA. Um, mm-hmm. and it's wild. I mean, he was going to do, he was getting really into entertainment. He was like doing animation. He was mm-hmm. like, it was, it was, re- it would have been really interesting to see. Um, he could have, I think he could have had like a crazy, like next 40 years. I heard, and it's against the conspiracy theorist in me, but I heard something about he was trying to leave Nike and next thing mm-hmm. you know, he was dead. So yeah. Because I, I think they were saying that he didn't like the way Nike was promoting his shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the other conspiracy, like, go-to is always just, like, if it was, like, uh, fake the death, go to Cuba. That's also a uh, yeah. a big yeah. one. Um, but I don't I, I think, unfortunately, Kobe's probably not hiding out in uh, Cuba. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's, like, for what? Kobe wasn't Michael Jackson when Michael Jackson was just a dick. <laughs> yeah. And, and Michael Jackson was guy. just so weird. Like, Michael Jackson, it was like, it was a loss, but the, you find, like, the, the circumstance around his death was just kind of like, it's like he couldn't sleep, and he was taking, like, surgery-level painkillers. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, that's, like, weird. He was kind of, like, he was kind of killed. It was yeah, it's kind of a little. It was like it was like a murder light. It was like very. Uh, I think the guy did go to jail basically for murder. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like he was also just such a strange person that you're just like, yeah, well, you're not being able to sleep and taking elephant tranquilizers does seem like what Michael Jackson would do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy because um, you know we used to mock Michael Jackson when he you know walked around with his mask and glove and. Look at us now. <laughs> oh, he was ahead of the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so weird. Why did he wear a mask? Oh, because of skin condition? Of the sun? Yeah, I believe that. Uh, yeah, like, but the thing is, I have a cousin that, I, I know a few people with vitiligo. It's like, they don't know that. <laughs> so it's, it's just, it's Michael Jackson. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah, he's like the weird, he's one of the weirdest people. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. Um yeah, but that uh, you kind of said it at the beginning of the COVID talk that that kind of is more like uh, like the where were you? It mm-hmm. is kind of like the uh, the next like an nine eleven because I was young when nine eleven. I've started doing a bit about this though about mm-hmm. how uh, 
I don't remember where I was for 9-11, but I remember where I was when the Jimmy Neutron movie came out, and that was the same <laughs> year. So, <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. Right. Um, That's pretty good. In 2001, Jimmy Neutron movie. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, and but, crazy to think that I was just having this conversation with my wife. That was 20 years ago. Like I know. Crazy. Yeah. No, it's... um. It's insane. Uh, even with um, when people now talk about like you know like the like capital was just attacked uh, by all these crazy Trump supporters, um, and people are referring to it as like one six twenty one, and like that doesn't even sound like a date. That sounds so weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's because America is so quick to brand things, you know. Yeah. Like with yeah. Vegas, you know, we had the October first thing. So mm. it's like, why do we have to brand it? That, that's something I don't get. Yeah, that everything needs to just be branded with the date. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, but also one six just doesn't roll off the tongue. I don't think, yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's going to stick. I think that's what we're going to call it probably for the next few months. And then something mm-hmm. crazy is going to happen. Yeah, because you know it's going in the history books. And I can't wait till my children read. <laughs> I know. This is going to be the weirdest time people are going to, this is going to be one of the weirdest times people read about. They were like, wait, so Trump mm-hmm. was president and there was a pandemic. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, and people thought he was like, and there were a large chunk of the country thought he was like doing a good job. And then he won when he lost. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and then a basketball player died and the world was in tears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that that was the, the just to keep going back to Kobe. I mean, that's that was kind of like I feel like that was almost an omen for like how bad that year was gonna be. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought about that too. It was just like that's how the year. There was so much hope, and there mm-hmm. was so much just like excitement. People, it's mm-hmm. so funny. People are like, "It's the Roaring Twenties. It's gonna be like it's gonna be speakeasies and jazz." And it's like, oh, just because it's a hundred years later and it's the it's the same like decade, that doesn't mean mm-hmm. anything. That doesn't right. mean it's gonna be like. <laughs> I, it may have been you. It may have been you that I was talking to about uh, saying, you know, if if COVID happened like a month before, Kobe would still be alive because he wouldn't have been able we to were travel. We're not like talking that. about that, but um, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's probably true. Yeah, if um, yeah, a little bit before, because I mean, COVID actually probably was here mm-hmm. by the time it happened. We just didn't really know what yeah. it was. Um, yeah. Um. But yeah, if if people lock, if we knew and every if instead of everything locking down in March, if everything got locked down like mid January, yeah, he would still mm-hmm. be alive. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, because his daughter's uh, basketball games would have been canceled. Mm-hmm. That's that is crazy to think about. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, we did not talk about that before, but that so is. Uh, we can say that Trump killed Kobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we just added to the list. I mean, Trump killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> responsible for a lot of these, a right. lot of these deaths. It's um, it's wild. What was it like being in Nevada for those days when it was everyone was just like, "Yo, Nevada, where are your fucking results?" <laughs> oh, that <laughs> that was fun, you know, because yeah. everybody, everybody, a lot of people messaged me like, "I got something to do." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was trying to figure that out. Uh, yeah, I, I was sitting there like, all right, what the fuck is our results? <laughs> I put mine in. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same. I um, I went to, uh, I went back home to Philly to mm-hmm. vote in person there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, yeah, that was the other state that took like so long. Um, uh, some places, and then different media outlets were like reporting different things. Like the AP uh, called Nevada, and I think Fox News called Nevada like the night of the election, like really mm-hmm. late or like the next day. But then like CNN and all of like the quote unquote, like the liberal media would just like did not want to say it. I think they were so, so scared of saying mm-hmm. it and then having it be overturned and then being having to retract it. Yeah. Um, and then I also think, um, I guess this is a little conspiratorial, but I think they wanted because we were, we were basically sitting where it looked like Biden was going to win. Like mm-hmm. he was just like six electoral votes away. Uh, assuming he had Arizona and Nevada, which he obviously uh, did. Um, mm-hmm. But they wanted, I think they, because I was like his home state and where he was born, they wanted Pennsylvania to be yeah. uh, the, the what really set it off and what really put it over. Cause then you're so over the number. Mm-hmm. And then you've also like taken back uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania as the Democrats. Uh, and they're just, then everything else that come because then everything started to come in after that and like Georgia yeah. was great Georgia dude Georgia came in <laughs> yeah yeah Georgia hit the buzzer beater <laughs> um and that was the other thing they elected um the first Jewish senator uh in their history they elected mm-hmm. the first black senator in the South since like no it was this is what it was it was the first um it was the first black Democratic senator. Mm-hmm. It's like reconstruction back when like the parties were completely different. So it's like not Jeez. since like, yeah, it's like not since reconstruction when it was like black Republican senators, like a handful in the South. Um, Jeez. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I learned my, I think my brother taught me that uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty wild. Um, yeah. But it was just dude, such a high of just like the historic significance of that. And then, it was again, it was like election night 2.0, where it's like, again, you go to sleep not knowing and wake up mm-hmm. and find out the next day. And then mm-hmm. later that day, the Capitals attacked. <laughs> just like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, uh, that's what I said, Max. I cannot wait until these history. Bo- Look, I, I hated history, but I'm going to be the first one to buy on Amazon buy these history books. These are going to be the craziest history books. You're going to be like, oh my God. And they're not even going to. Do you know how many movies are going to be made about this year? Remember, remember when right. people were making movies about like 2012? They're like, oh, is the world going to end? Mm-hmm. And then it's like a handful of movies got made about that. I think mm-hmm. The Rock is in one of them. And then it's yeah. just like, this is so much crazier. This is like, this is insanity. Because this um, is actually happening. <laughs> happening. Yeah, this is actually happening. It's just like the minds were just like a little off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> off by like eight years. Mm-hmm. And it's just like probably still pretty good for a slab of rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking, it's fucking insane. It's exhausting. It's just like, I think that also like helped Joe so much. Even the nickname Sleepy Joe, everyone's like, that sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Even people who don't like Joe Biden, like I don't really like Joe Biden, but it's just like, um, oh my God, it's just like, just be president. It's like, just get in there. Just get it, in. It's just to have a fresh of, of new air and not having so much blatant racism and hatred and stuff. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go back to being a little more subtle and under the surface. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not so yeah. in your face. Yeah, it was a little um, bit nicer. <laughs> yeah. We don't need um 
we can take like a little break from people with like torches saying like the Jews will not replace us. It's like that, Kennedy. Dude, mm-hmm. That's how like the Trump administration began. Do you know how, doesn't that feel like, doesn't that, doesn't like Charlottesville feel like 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you say, like, you're right. It was like four, it was like three or four years ago. Um, maybe three and a half years ago. It's like mm-hmm. so much happened in four years and like none of it was good. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you remember in college, like, uh, you know, Columbia being such a liberal school when Trump won, <laughs> they, yeah. they damn near gave us the day off. <laughs> I know. I don't think they did, though. I think we saw I think we had um, what was that last class we had together? It was the critical, critical studies or something like that? Critical media studies or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We came in there like the next day. I mm-hmm. probably hung over because I was just like, I um. My uh, the, the my my girlfriend at the time, um, the night of the election when it was like looking like it was turning for Trump, I went I went full um like um, like uh whatever. I guess this really, I think this really might just be like the Jewish DNA where it's like I sense something bad's happening. I'm like let's flee, let's just get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> or I was like I was like you have a passport. I was like you need to get a passport. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to Germany. <laughs> I was just like, Germany's going to be safer for Jews for the next four years. (laughs) 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 That's funny. (laughs) So that was my like, uh, like pretty manic breakdown. And um, we did not, we did not move to Germany. That did not happen. Um, I was, um, I took German in college. That's actually, this is like even more like the the planning and like trying to survive. I was just mm-hmm. like, if Trump does win, there's film in Germany. I'm going to learn German. I'm going to go to Germany. Uh, a Jewish, uh, a Jew in Germany speaking German? I think That's a something? Jewish comedian in Germany, I think could, I think it could work. I think, um, I think, Look, uh, You'll be the next Andy Fetch <laughs> as yeah, far as, no. you know, talking about something controversial. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that don't want it to talk about it. I'll get, I'll be like, I'll be like the first, like, um, like, like, I'll be like a superstar there. Just like mm-hmm. purely out of guilt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you will. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, it's wild. The, um, my favorite thing that happened during the, um, uh whatever during one six uh mm-hmm. <laughs> during the, the 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 raid the siege mm-hmm. on the capitol was uh some guy was trying to take a photo of um tip o'neill mm-hmm. who was an old um just speaker of the house mm-hmm. and he had a uh taser in his like waistband I heard that. <laughs> and he tased his balls and had a heart attack and died. And he's like he like tased his balls to death. <laughs> I heard that. I, I remember I put in the comments of some article that I saw that in, or memes I saw that, and I was like, "God's plan." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, that's how crazy that day was. That that mm-hmm. was like barely talked about. That was mm-hmm. like someone electrocuting their balls to death is like yeah. uh, was an afterthought of of like, oh yeah. Also, I guess this happened in the middle of all of that. It's like that's all we should have focused on. Right. <laughs> that's the only story I wanted to hear <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> What's also funny is, um, dude, have you looked at the mug shots of the guys that have already been arrested from that day? I didn't. Oh, it's so funny. They, um, cause you, they're, they're put, you can find like their photos next to like them, like, like the guy stealing the speaker's podium. Mm-hmm. 
and he's just like smiling like look how cool this is and then he's just like ah fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's like the guy who was like on in like had his feet all up on like Pelosi's death his mugshot's so funny it's just like Mm -hmm. it's so crazy I mean people have talked a lot about uh white privilege with Mm -hmm. like that whole attack and it's like I think the bigger signifier of it's not even that like they just got in and the cops didn't mm-hmm. do more to stop them. It's just like how confident they look during all of it. Like I will never be held accountable for anything. It's just like, <laughs> listen, and this might be a controversial statement to say, but black people haven't been glued to the screen like that since black Panther. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cause you know, we was watching. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was better than black Panther. That was like, that was really, <laughs> that was really great. it was really fun to watch um and it just makes them look so bad Mm -hmm. and then they're just like the funniest thing is then they just turn it around and they're like well that was actually antifa and it's like you were bragging about doing it while you were doing it Mm -hmm. (laughs) right (laughs) like you can't have it both ways like what are you talking it's just like like we're gonna be there tomorrow um there's also the footage like the night before Mm -hmm. and people are like around and you just see like all these people and they're like in the streets and someone's screaming like, whose house? And like, they're like, our house. It's like, whose house? It's like our house. <laughs> it's like, dude, it feels like, it feels like remember the Titans, but they're like about to, <laughs> right. it feels like a Disney sports movie, but they're about to try to like <laughs> overthrow the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I can't wait to see a movie. Spike Lee gonna make a movie on it. What? <laughs> Spike Lee would make the best movie about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spike Lee or Jordan. No, it's definitely going to be Spike Lee. <laughs> it's definitely going to be Spike Lee. This is like yeah. so Spike Lee. Um, uh, I don't think, I, I think, uh, I think, uh, were you going to say Jordan Peele is the other one? Yeah. 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 I think Jordan Peele has talked about, it. he's like, I don't even want to touch this shit. He's yeah. just like, this is so exhausting. He's like, why would I ever write anything mm-hmm. about 2020 or even the last four years he's like why would i put the audience through reliving that right <laughs> but i think spike lee was like i'll do it that's right. i got i got a, i got a take on it <laughs> right um spike lee said i got a little bit more years and experience in, in this so i could do it it wouldn't that if spike i i never thought i didn't think about that but wouldn't that be basically the perfect follow-up to black Klansmen? yeah yeah <laughs> you're right <laughs> it's just like it's not a sequel but it might as well it could be yeah um dude like i I don't know if i told you that that's gonna be my uh bucket list is to meet spike lee just everybody always says i look like him oh yeah i'm I'm just gonna go up there and you know do like a you know black sitcom be like i'm your son (laughs) yeah see how far i can go with it and try to get out to new york sometime try to do something out here Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. where he is that's what I'm like. If I can, if I can really push this comedy, I think there's a good chance I could probably meet him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, if you get in, if you break into the industry, you'll eventually meet everyone. Mm-hmm. It's like a pretty small. Yeah, uh, I, I'm still kind of jealous of you meeting uh, uh Godfrey. Yeah, I've met Godfrey. I've met um Tracy Morgan. That's another one too. Um, but Godfrey, I would love to meet him. Godfrey's you know, I do so impressions funny. too. Godfrey's so. so cool. And then Godfrey's also just like way older than you think. Yeah. Yeah. That completely threw me off when I found out he was in his fifties. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's in like he's like he's in really fucking good shape. His arms are crazy. His arms are like fucking massive. It's just yeah. like that's a new thing. 
is um comics being uh in good shape or even mm-hmm. ripped that's definitely yeah um it's definitely not that was definitely not the thing in the 90s or early 2000s it was always mm-hmm. just like fat nerds that was yeah. like that was the comedy world um mm-hmm. uh and i don't know I don't know who really changed it. I think it might have happened gradually, but I think the two guys that probably changed the narrative on like comics being in shape, it's probably Ben Stiller and uh, Kevin Hart, I would think. Yeah. yeah, Dave Chappelle a little bit too. Yeah, but Dave Chappelle like came into it later. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Where it was like, um, uh, I like hearing about him talk. I like hearing about uh, him talk about getting in shape. Because he's like, yeah, it was basically just anxiety at first, uh, just kind of like trying to work off anxiety. And then as soon as mm-hmm. someone starts saying like, you're looking, good. you're starting to look good. He's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's really the best. I think, I think, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I think like traditionally, like the Holy Trinity of comedy, people always talk about like prior Carl and Lenny Bruce. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll always probably be that that trio is probably always going to be important for like the uh the beginnings yeah of stand-up yeah but it's really hard to put even any of them above dave Chappelle, and he's like dave Chappelle's almost he's getting there i mean give him like there he's like Giannis, where you know Giannis is almost there in that in those numbers yeah well i think on in their like trajectory i think um i think Chappelle's farther along than Giannis still now um um he's um he's breaking into um the Carlin territory where he's Mm -hmm. just putting out stuff that's like just even like philosophical and like Mm -hmm. a little angry and it's just like where the jokes but it's like it's funny but he's like making good points Mm -hmm. um he might be like uh because he also had like the silliness where I think that like prior was more silly he almost is like um I don't know if there's any, been anyone that's more a combination of Carlin and Pryor than uh, Dave yeah. Chappelle. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, yeah, no, he's like a monster. You know, there's conspiracy theories about how, uh, like, the real Chappelle's dead and has been replaced by mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, what is that? Why is that? Why is that the go-to conspiracy with everyone? It's just yeah, that like, everybody dies. And- <laughs> yeah, that everyone's just a replacement, and mm-hmm. they're like, look at that. Like, people are like, look at like this spot on Dave Chappelle's eye. That's how you know it's not him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. It looks a lot like him. He's, yeah. he's definitely he's definitely bigger now, but he's definitely um, uh, he's not he's not like a lanky kid anymore. But he uh, he, he definitely looks like. It's like, I'm do you know what age is? Age. Yeah, he's like aged. <laughs> um, yeah, it's everyone. People think like Melania Trump is replaced. People think that like Hillary is replaced. <laughs> I heard people say that um, they're like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I think like Hillary's like doppelganger is like hotter than her. And it's like, okay, well, you can just say you think Hillary's hot. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> have a Hillary doppelganger. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, you hate the Clintons so much you have to like make up a clone to admit that you're like attracted to her. And so right. like, okay, dude, you can just you can just think she's hot. <laughs> um, now I, I've been debating with this with a, a few people. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill was still alive. Where do you think he would be? Um, 
Well, what do you what do you mean in terms of like as far as like life success? Yeah, uh, success. Oh, I ah. Uh... Now, thing is, he kind of liked not being successful. Yeah, um, if he was still around today, I think mm-hmm. first off, he probably would be skinnier. I think yeah. <laughs> around today means yeah. he probably got a little a little better shape. Yeah, he probably would have seen a lot of these comedians kind of. Out. Yeah, he'd be like, I, I, he's probably competitive. So especially like if Kevin Hart's making it big and like mm-hmm. in shape, he's like, I can get in better shape than Kevin Hart. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I can see that. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to say. I think, I think he would probably be around where Bill Burr is right now. Um, I think that's probably a safe bet. If he didn't like, um, I think. Um, I think would be interesting is how like the whole like uh, more like uh, cancel culture calling out comics on Twitter. Yeah, um, he would have been in I trouble. <laughs> they would have they would have gone after him hard, mm. but I think he might enjoy every minute of yeah. that. Oh, I yeah. think he, I think he would have been like I think there's a chance that um, people trying to cancel Patrice might have been the most fun Patrice ever had. Yeah, and I think that would have made him even more famous. Because people have yeah. been like, oh my God, he said this in retaliation. <laughs> Do you know um the comedian uh Tim Dillon? No. He's so funny. You have to look up Tim Dillon. Okay, but, for sure. Um, I think people think that uh that cancel I've heard uh that uh just people think that cancel culture is gonna come for him and that mm-hmm. it's, it's again it's like gonna be like the most exciting day of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, but he went on Instagram Live the other day mm-hmm. to talk about how um and this he's like he's a really large dude he's like he's like a a heavyset gay long island man who's just like so um like in your face and he's Mm -hmm. just like he's so funny but like so outrageous um and he went on and that's like just you need to understand that about him before like hearing what he did so he went on instagram live and talked about how um he was uh at uh an airbnb and he Mm -hmm. was raped by two small women (laughs) <laughs> and then he was just talking about how um, Elliot Page gave him like the the courage to come out and tell his truth, and it was just <laughs> so weird. Um, and he got banned from uh, Airbnbs because they were just he was basically like Airbnb did nothing about wow. this, and Airbnb was like, "Yo, fuck you! What are you doing? What are you talking about, man?" <laughs> wow. So I think I think Patrice might be doing shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would have loved this social media era because now, like, it's really taken off. I think he would have had maybe the best Instagram lives. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially bringing just random people on, too. What the yeah, fuck are you? What the? <laughs> I can only imagine. Imagine just um, because you could have had Patrice and Bill Burr on Instagram Live going back and forth for hours. I think mm-hmm. you could watch that. Mm-hmm. for hours like in Just one imagine set. the amount of content imagine the content he would have with the capital man i would have loved to sit through that with what with, with you know the the white folks jump or i'll say trump supporters oh, <laughs> yeah. in the capital you know oh yeah he would have had i think he would have gotten a kick out of the whole all all the trump years i think he would have mm-hmm. been like holy shit yeah um i think uh do you need to go back and listen to george carlin and mm-hmm. um, 
like around 2000, those like mid 2000s, like, mm-hmm. like 2005, 2008, I think is when like his last two specials came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, his last special came out in 2008 and he died in 2008. So it's just like, he was, he was doing it till the very end. It was pretty yeah. cool. But he just would talk about how like, how stupid the people of this country are. And he's like, it's not going to get better. It's just going to keep getting worse. And he would talk mm-hmm. about how like fascism is coming to America. And he's like, he's like, Germany may have lost World War II, but fascism won. And he was mm-hmm. just like, when fascism comes to America, it won't be like in uh, like black boots and brown shirts. It'll be like uh, a smiley face t-shirt and <laughs> like all this stuff. And it's just like, he's like, and then it's funny because Trump supporters, I think, also look at Carlin and being like, he gets it. He would have been like, they think that like Carlin would have agreed with them. It's like, dude, he would have been like, this is the stupidest motherfucker. Like, you know who that sounds like? Uh, I've seen Stone Cold <laughs> uh, come out like that because they're like, oh, yeah, he's a, you know, beer drinking Southern man like me. Blah, blah. <laughs> Stone Cold's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I don't support yeah. this. I love that. Yeah, no. Uh, Steve Austin being like, I disagree entirely it's like i'm not i'm not i'm not with you guys right it's so funny <laughs> it's just like who else could just be like this is too much um oh but then other people i've met um was like uh i met roseanne Barr after she had her uh craziness mm-hmm. um because i worked for um a uh, i don't know if you knew this i was doing the podcast for like a trump supporting rabbi <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, he was. He, he was. He dude. He was. He was. He was really bad. He would like scream at me like every day, <laughs> and he like he just screamed at everyone that worked for him. Um, mm-hmm. And the person who got me the job um, when I finally quit, he's like, "Yeah, that makes sense." He's like, pre- he's like known for being pretty abusive to the people who work for him. I was like, "Well, why do you tell me I shouldn't do that?" <laughs> um, but I met um uh Roseanne through him and then just like um not through him but I also met like Ann Coulter Mm -hmm. uh and uh through the rabbi I also saw like I forget who it was someone at like I met like I didn't meet him but I saw live um like the prominent conservative writer for the New York Mm -hmm. Times and um someone in the Trump administration that was working in like foreign affairs and it's like he had all these connections and if it's like if I just had like no like values mm-hmm. <laughs> like no if i just gave up everything i believe i'm like pretty confident that by this point i could be like pretty prominent in like the conservative media landscape like i i had the connections right laid out in front of me that i could have mm-hmm. been like like have i could be like a segment producer at like newsmax right now i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah. i just like I'm like, I definitely made the right decision not pursuing that path and just like getting out of there. But I do think about like how weird that would have been. I could have kind of just like, I could have also just kind of like infiltrated and like gone like deep into conservative media while like being like pretty leftist in my beliefs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They would have hated you next. (laughs) They would have hated you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean if i if i was able to really play the character if i just created a character and just like mm-hmm. went full like um like i could have gone like full like andy kaufman and just like mm-hmm. never broke character never said yeah. what i actually thought um create new social media could have been really <laughs> weird <laughs> um 
So what do you think? Uh, what do you think we have uh, um, in store for us? What do you think? Do you think? Do you think? Think things will calm down after the inauguration, even a little bit? Do you think? Do you think things get calmer a year into Biden's administration? I was going to say a. I would say two years into it, to be honest with you. You think it'll take two years to get for things to be a little? Yeah, because you know, folks are going to be like, "Well, it's been a year, and he still hasn't done this, and Trump did that." So I think about two years. Yeah, I also think that. Um, but I don't know, because I think in two years, there's also a good chance that Joe just dies and then Kamala is the president. <laughs> I wasn't going to knock that one, but I see your point. <laughs> I mean, that was, that's another bit I've done where I say that um, it's very <laughs> exciting Biden won uh, and even more exciting. We're just like 18 months away from having the first woman president. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just think it would be interesting if because um, if that happened there would be a new primary because I don't think, because if you take over as the VP, you don't mm-hmm. just get the nomination again. You have to like run for it and like, re- and like get it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be interesting if like she, or if Joe was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like so fucking old. Why, yeah. why, why did I think I could do this? Um, right. And he steps down with like a year left and then Kamala, we get like our first woman president and then she's in office for like a year. And then there's a primary and then, like, the Democrats just elect another dude. And be like, I think that would be the weirdest thing. It where, will. Like, we got our, where it's like, historically, we finally get, a, like, a woman president, but she's only there for, um, like, a year. That's like if this election, I mean, if this uh, impeachment goes well, you know, uh, then we'll have Pence as president for yeah. <laughs> seven days. Yeah, he'll be 46, <laughs> and then Biden becomes, like, for the 47th president. Right. Um. <laughs> I kind of like that. I just like whenever there's a new president. So I kind of like the idea of um, seeing how, like, watching the numbers go up quickly. So mm-hmm. it's just like, if we could go, if we could go from, like, the 45th president to the 50th president, like, weirdly fast, I would be kind of into that. I'd be like, whoa, yeah. this isn't crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's historic. I mean, I like history. So on some level, I'm just like, all oh, this is so interesting just to, like, watch live. Yeah. It's kind of like... um I feel like it's kind of like getting, if you were like around and you got to like watch Jordan in his prime, you're like watching mm-hmm. history, but this is like a crazier, not as fun version of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a worse version of that. I mean. Instead of one Dennis Rodman, there are a lot of Dennis Rodmans. <laughs> yeah, everyone's Dennis Rodman. Um, uh. <laughs> um, dude, Dennis Rodman doesn't even seem that crazy anymore. It just, right, right. <laughs> That's right there. just like yeah that's what you do that's how mm-hmm. people are uh-huh. i kind of think um in a way i've tried to make this comparison other people don't really get on board i think in some ways james harden is the new uh dennis rodman just mm-hmm. even though he's like he's a better player and mm-hmm. um is like more focal point on his team than dennis rodman ever was they're, mm-hmm. they're both just like all of they're both people that i think would like uh leave in the middle of like a season or like miss a game to hang out like at a strip club in vegas they're like yeah. they both are that guy yeah yeah um, so you're saying you're saying uh you'll see james harden on wwe one day <laughs> oh yeah i would not be surprised by that i think yeah. that, dude fear the beard sounds like it could just it, as easily be it does WWE. Uh-huh. <laughs> um i don't know um 
there's anything else I want to say? Yeah. Um, I think we covered a lot. I think uh, this is like as good a time as any to sure. to wrap it up. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks for doing this. Um, oh, man, no problem. Yeah, no problem at all. Do I need to get out to Vegas sometime? Maybe when the world's open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because. I mean, Vegas is open, but eh, it's not yeah, the full no, no. Vegas I mean, experience. When it's like safe, when it's like safe, yeah. it's like should be open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you want to plug, uh, go 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 for it. Uh, I have, I got a few podcasts or a few. I'm hosting something and then doing a podcast thing. But I mean, follow me andyfedscomedy.com on. I mean, uh, andyfedscomedy.com is my website. Fast comedy on all social media. All right, great. Uh, this was a lot of fun, and For this sure. has been the Max Cast. I hope you enjoyed it.